This is the Panthers Halftime Report. A look at the first half and what's ahead for the Panthers. Now, Dave Cohen. All right, Jeff, thank you very much. Back here in a chilly Norfolk, Virginia. Warm inside that Georgia State locker room right now. They've got a 21-0 lead over the Old Dominion Monarchs here at halftime. Well, if we take a look at the stats here in the first half, the most overwhelming is the score. It's 21-0. Old Dominion only had three first downs. Their rushing yards, they had 17 attempts for a total of 29 yards. They only had 15 yards in the air. Their quarterback, Garrett Wilson, was 2 of 11. So they ran 28 plays for a total of 44 yards. They had two penalties for 53. I'm sorry, they had two interceptions that they had, 53 yards on the return. So both of those were actually nice returns for Old Dominion. They had four punts, and they averaged only 30 and a half yards on their punts. And uh, penalties, they had three for 25 yards. Their time of possession was almost just about exactly half of what Georgia State had, 10 minutes and 7 seconds total. You know, if you've listened for a while, you know uh, Dave has a couple of uh, statistics that are really important to him. Third down conversions. How about this? 0 for 7, Old Dominion was in the first half. And on fourth down, they went for it three times, and they turned it over on downs on all three of them. So they were 0 for 3 on fourth down. Tariq Sims is their running back. He had 27 yards on four carries. Obisani had three carries for a total of five yards. Grant Wilson, their quarterback, had eight carries for, a, because of the sacks, minus three yards for him. He had a 22-yard pickup, but he averages negative 0.4 yards on the ground. In the air, Grant Wilson was 2 of 11. We mentioned that earlier, 15 yards. He's had a lot of balls that were dropped. There were three or four that took place here in the first half that, you know, if, if he was throwing to Panthers, those would have been completions. But uh, so far... Panther defense is doing a great job of intimidating. Grant Wilson was sacked four times. His leading receivers, Remelo Murphy, he had one for eight yards, and Jalen Butler had one for seven. They punted four times, as I mentioned. Uh, punt returns, they had one for three yards. Chris Trinidad and Wayne Matthews have seven tackles for them, and that's a look at Old Dominion. Now for the good guys, Georgia State had 13 first downs. They rushed 22 times for 107 yards. They passed for 123 yards. Darren Granger was 16 for 20. He did have two interceptions to go with the two touchdowns that he has. So uncharacteristically for Darren, has a couple of turnovers. The Panthers ran 42, or yeah, they had 42 plays here in the first half, 230 yards. They punted twice for an average of 33 yards. We put the ball on the ground once. That was when Darren Granger had a low snap. He picked it up and was able to get a first down out of it but it was not a turnover. Six penalties for the Panthers. I'm sure that needs to get cleaned up. Time of possession, 19 minutes and 53 seconds. Third down conversions, we were three of nine, a little bit lower than average. We're in the 46th percentile normally. That's 33 there. We went for it on fourth down one time. We got it. We were in the red zone twice. We scored on both of those occasions. Marcus Carroll had 15 carries for 57 yards. Darren Granger had seven carries for 50, so 107 yards on the ground for the two of them. Darren Granger was 16 for 20, as we mentioned, 123 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. He was not sacked in the first half. Leading receiver is Robert Lewis. He had five for 41 yards. Talik Williams had four for 20 yards. Amon Green with three catches, 44 yards, two of those being touchdowns. Cade Loggins punted once for 34 yards. 
Tristan Lyon had one for 32. Justin Abraham had five tackles there in the first half. Jotry Hunter had four. Cody Jones had three. Bright Creasebown had two. And that's a look at the first half stats with the Panthers leading 21 to nothing. All right, back with some first half audio highlights from Georgia State's 21 nothing first half here against the Monarchs of Old Dominion. As our Panther halftime show continues, we'll also check our Sunbelt Conference college football scoreboard. Some other games we're keeping an eye on with regards to bowl eligibility in this final weekend of the regular season in college football. But right now, again, Georgia State 21, Old Dominion nothing here in Norfolk. More of our halftime show coming up in two minutes on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Dave Cohen back here at S.B. Ballard Stadium, Norfolk, Virginia. Halftime show continuing with Georgia State in the locker room. A 21-0 lead over the Monarchs of Old Dominion. Harper's gone over the stats. Time now to take a listen to our first half audio highlights for Georgia State and Old Dominion. The Monarchs won the coin toss. They made the decision to defer. And Darren Granger in Georgia State, as Harper and I talked about, even going back to last week at LSU, like to have the ball early right out of the gate, get points up on the board, and that's exactly what they did today. The Panthers with Granger and Marcus Carroll put together a 12-play drive. They went 75 yards in 5 minutes and 44 seconds, and on that 12th play, ball at the 16-yard line, the snap to Darren Granger on this play. Granger out of the shotgun now on third down and 12. Here's the snap to Darren. Granger looking. He's got a run, got a lot of room, 15, 10, Five, Granger, big push into the end zone. Touchdown, Sin Georgia text State. Message. <laughs> what a run by Darren Granger. Uh
So Granger gets Georgia State on the board early, and he really had to level it looked like a little bit of a block to get into the end zone, and he showed another aspect to his game on the offensive, uh, pl- looked like an offensive lineman. Yeah, he looked like you running out there, Dave, and <laughs> your shoulder and bumping into guys and knocking him down. It was a great way to open the, the first drive and, and get a great result out of it. Again, a 12-play drive. The PAT was good, 7 nothing. Georgia State had the lead. Old Dominion had the first of what would be two interceptions. Uh, number 38, Ashton Whitner, came up with an interception, returned it to the ODU 46. Uh, but Georgia State again defensively. The Panthers dug in, and they give up no points. The first quarter would end with Georgia State leading Old Dominion by a 7-0 score. Scoring in the second quarter, Georgia State scored twice. Granger led the Panthers on a 10-play drive, 63 yards in 4 minutes and 12 seconds. Ball at the 29-yard line. Granger takes the snap on this play and looks for his tight end. On third and one, they move the sticks. Here's the snap with an empty backfield. Granger going to throw across the middle. Caught! Amon Green at the 5. Touchdown, Georgia State! 29-yard touchdown pass. Darren Granger, his 16th of the season. Georgia State now leads it 13 to nothing, and Amon Green was wide open. His third touchdown catch of the year. That's a Georgia State touchdown. Yes, it was. Ten-play drive in four minutes, 12 seconds. PAT was good by Rickman. Georgia State a 14 to nothing lead. The Panthers, great job on special teams as Old Dominion was punting the football after their next possession. It wasn't a block punt, but it was deflected. It was deflected, went out of bounds at the 39 in ODU territory. So the Panthers had some fantastic field position at the Old Dominion 39. It took five plays. It took two minutes and 27 seconds. Ball got all the way down to the 11-yard line, and Granger once again would hook up with his tight end, Amon Green. Third and three, ball at the 11-yard line. Left hash, here's the snap to Darren Granger. Going to hand it off, fake the handoff to Marcus. Carroll dumps a short pass across the middle, caught by Amon Green. That's a Georgia State touchdown. The Panthers now lead it here in Norfolk, 20 to nothing. PAT from Liam Rickman was good. 21-0 our score, and that's where we are as uh, we get ready for the second half of the final game of the regular season, Georgia State 21 Old Dominion, nothing. More of our Panther halftime show from Norfolk. We'll check the other scores on our Sunbelt Conference College football scoreboard coming up after this two-minute break on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Opportunities are often found in the most unexpected places. Hello, this is Matt Nix with Duplicating Products, your local Canon, Savin, and HP dealer. 
After 48 years in business, we've seen a lot of opportunities along with some pretty big challenges. Sometimes they're one and the same. If you have an opportunity for a new business partner or a current challenge in your office, turn to us at Duplicating Products. We'll do everything possible to deliver the best solution and an honest partnership. Call us at 770-532-9932 and see us online at duplicatingproducts.com. Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins champion here. Everyone knows defense wins champion here. Everyone knows defense wins Hey, it's Coach Mark Richt here. Everyone knows defense wins championships. And if you're not using EMC security to defend your home and family, you need to step up your game. They're who I use for home security and cameras, and you should too. I've scouted them all, and there's no better choice. With EMC Security's no contract and local service, they are a clear number one. So give them a call or visit them online at emcsecurity.com. That's emcsecurity.com. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State Sports. Now back to Dave and Harper in Norfolk, Virginia. I'm show continuing here from SB Ballard Stadium, Norfolk, Virginia. Sun is completely gone as it sets here in the state of Virginia. Temperatures dropping, but Georgia State's playing pretty well right now. A 21-0 lead on the road here against Old Dominion. As our halftime show continues, before we get to our Sunbelt Conference scoreboard stations on our radio network, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification from Norfolk, Virginia this afternoon. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. On 97.5 Glory FM, WGTJ Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL Murrayville, Gainesville. Well, let's look at some of the action here in the Sun Belt. Everybody playing here against each other. A final from Hattiesburg in Mississippi. Southern Miss ends up losing a chance to win their fourth game of the season. Troy goes into Hattiesburg and wins 35 17. That game is a final. And that was one of the ones that started earlier uh, before our game started. Louisiana at home with five wins. They need a six. They're ahead of UL Monroe. This game is in Lafayette. It's 14-7 at just the beginning of the second quarter. Louisiana, again, needs this game to win uh, a bowl eligibility. Uh, So far, they are doing pretty well. They're ahead again, 14-7 against their rivals at UL Monroe. From Boone, North Carolina, Appalachian State trails Georgia Southern. It's 7-0 early in the first quarter. These games are 3.30 starts. Coastal Carolina and Conway, they are tied. Well, there's no score between James Madison and Coastal. Coastal wins. They have a chance still to be in the uh, in the Sunbelt Championship game from the east side. Early in the first quarter, Marshall and Arkansas State, they are playing in West Virginia. That game is no score. There's about nine and a half minutes left to go in the first. And later tonight from San Marcos, Texas, South Alabama will travel to play the Bobcats at Texas State. And again, that's a 7 o'clock Eastern kickoff. So all these other games are still early, and we'll have some updates throughout the rest of the second half here from from Old Dominion. And uh, now back to you, Dave. 21-0 here for the Panthers. All right, second half coming up on the other side of this two-minute break from Norfolk, Virginia, back in two minutes on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Loose Hub Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. 
What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker back with you from SB Ballard Stadium here in Norfolk, Virginia. Isaac Kone set to kick it away for the Panthers. The second half just about to get underway. And today's game presented by Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics with Isaiah Page back deep, standing on the goal line, awaiting the kick. It's a booming end-over-end -end kick that will fly over the helmet. And land in the end zone. Ball set to come out to the 25-yard line for Grant Wilson and the Old Dominion Monarchs. 21-0 Georgia State leading it here as we start the third quarter. Well, I thought we would take the wind in the fourth quarter, but we have the wind in our back in the third, just like we did in the second. So Old Dominion will be going into the wind. Is that Wicks that's going to be in the backfield for them to start here the third quarter? Keyshawn Wicks from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. They ain't running the football. They're going to throw it downfield. Both Javon Harvey stopped running and Gavin Pringle stopped running. The ball lands just beyond the 45 in Georgia State territory. Yeah, Javon Harvey patting himself on the chest going, yeah, that was my fault. He ends up running a hitch route when he should have been running a go route. And that costs him a down. It's second and ten. From the 25. Empty backfield again. Quarterback Wilson wants to run. And he ain't going very far. He nope. got up to the 30. Anthony Bloom said, nope, not in my territory. Yep. Anthony Bloom, the Norfolk State transfer, originally from Edgewood, Maryland. 6'3", 300, a redshirt senior. Nice stop there. And it brings up third down at six. Wilson, got to escape the pocket. John Trey Hunter is in. 
pursuit and he's going to pick up a first down he showed pretty good speed that time running to the far side of the field identifying the two georgia state players that were in pursuit seeing where the first down marker was which was the 35 and getting just enough to move the penalty, sticks Dave. holding penalty. offense number 71 10 yard penalty from the previous spot replay third down well that's the left tackle santana saunders junior from maryland didn't see the flag. It was thrown back at the 20. Yeah, I, I didn't see it till late either. I was just thinking, wait a second. He just got – nobody was in even close to pursuing him, but that's because our guys that were closest were being held. So now it's going to drop them back to where they need about 17, 16 yards. We're only going to rush three, so we're going to drop a lot of guys back here on this. Third down and 16. They got four wide out, and once again, Wilson will step up. He'll make a throw. It's caught at the 30. Down at the 32, had to get to the 35 for a first down. And obviously in the position they're in, let's see what they decide to do. And here comes the punting unit early in the third quarter for Old Dominion. Yeah, good job by the Panther defense. That penalty was huge because they not only had a first down but some momentum. And now we're going to force them to punt. They've been a little slow. The snapper, not so good. And the punter has been holding on to the ball just a little bit longer than what is normal. So we've been able to get great pressure on him. We look like we're going to show some here. Ethan Dwayne will punt it. Here's the snap. And that was almost blocked as well. Jakari Carter at the 35 is going to get dragged down at the 35. Yeah, Javon Harvey, the wide receiver, ends up making the play. Yep. So Darren Granger in Georgia State put the offensive unit on the field. Leading 21-0. First time we'll see the offense here in the third quarter. And coming out to do a little bit of running for the Panthers is going to be number 17, KZ Adams. 5'8", redshirt freshman from West Columbia, South Carolina. See if he can utilize some of his speed to make some big plays. First time we've seen him in the ballgame this afternoon. He lines up just to the right of Darren Granger. Granger fakes the handoff. And delivers the football and a nice pass to the far side of the field. That's Kadarius. Kadarius nice Thompson makes the catch and holds on. And that'll be good for six, maybe? Yep, second and four coming up from the Georgia State 41-yard line. Well, Kadarius, who was off the line of scrimmage, just took a step backwards at the snap of the ball. Darren gets it to him immediately. He's able to get six there. Nice job. Thompson and Amon Green, the wideouts to the far side. Granger's left. They got two wideouts here and Robert Lewis. And Talik Williams. And they're going to hand it off to KZ Adams. KZ will try to run straight up. Maybe picked up a yard. And that's going to bring up third down. Inside linebacker Koa Noatala ends up getting through the line. KZ picks up a yard, but there wasn't much there. He didn't even get his feet moving before he was fighting to get back to the line of scrimmage. Third down and three coming up here for Georgia State. Jakari Carter, Robert Lewis, the wideouts here to the near side. Thompson and Green to the far side of the field. Snap coming up on third down. Panthers so far today on third down opportunities. Three of nine. Three of nine. Here's the snap. Granger going to option pitch it. This is where KZ can get that speed to the outside of the field. He picked up the first down as he ran across the 45 and got run out of bounds into the ODU sideline. Just shy of the midfield marker at the 50-yard line. First down run. Well, they'll give it to him at the 48. Casey ends up getting that pitch real late. Darren ended up getting clobbered 
by the linebacker right when he delivers it to him. But uh, KZ just getting his legs started. He'll be able to make some big plays there later on in the ballgame. Three minutes gone here in the third quarter. Twelve minutes to play. Robert Lewis wide out near side. Marcus is being taken uh, back under the tent or at least going back to the locker room. Granger fires, hits Jakari Carter, lowers the right shoulder in the helmet across the ODU 45 to the 44, two yards shy of the marker. So not sure if Marcus is uh, not feeling good. He seemed to be walking okay. So right now seeing Casey Adams, we'll see if we see Freddie Brock at all, the transfer from Maine, who has not run that much this year, but may be called into service here this afternoon. Casey Adams now will shift to Granger's left. Ball at the 44, second and two coming up here for Georgia State. Left to right across the radio dial. Granger fakes the run to the right. Cuts to the left, and he should have picked up a first down. Forward progress is going to put him at the 41-yard line. That'll be a first down run on the keeper there by Darren. Kept looking to see if he was going to pitch it to KZ. He holds on to it and picks up the first down. The ball was on the left hash, and they run to the short side of the field, and Darren decided to keep that one, as Dave said. And um, he he didn't run anybody over on that one, but he was able to get it to just about the 40-yard line for a first down. Panthers with three receivers here to the short side of the field. Carter, Kadarius Thompson, and Amon Green all on the short side. So three wide to the left, and here's the snap to Darren. Granger looking, one step back, fires, hits Jakari Carter, who gets hit right away, but it's going to be a pickup of about three yards, maybe four. And it should be it should be second and six here from the see where they place it. 37. Yep. Avery Reese got run over by one of those big defensive linemen. He he needs a second or two to get his act together. Gain of three, second and seven coming up from the 37-yard line. Tough guy though, Avery. He's amazing. Georgia State snap to Granger, left hash. Darren going to throw again. He's got Robert Lewis, but that skips on the turf. Not enough oomph on that throw there from Darren. And I'm sure it's pretty cold down there in the field. Well, that's a 40-yard throw, and Darren threw it as if it were going to be about a 25-yard throw. So just uh, it gets away from him. And for the Panthers, it'll bring up third down and seven from the 37-yard line. So we're still just outside of field goal range, and we're going to go with a diamond formation to the short side of the field. That means Robert Lewis, who's on the right side, will have one-on-one coverage all alone. Yep, Jakari Carter, Casey Adams, Amon Green, Peter Kikwata in the diamond formation. Granger fumbled the football, and it will be dove on by Georgia State. Diving on top was Chukwuma, the left tackle. And that'll move Panthers way back to their own 45-yard line. And Panthers now going to have to punt the football, obviously, as Cade Loggins comes on to punt it with 9.15 on a turning clock. Granger, trouble that time. And Loggins will punt the football. Isaiah Page standing at the Old Dominion 10-yard line. There's the snap. Loggins gets it away. It's a little wobbly, but still takes a Georgia State bounce. Page is going to field it at the 8, and he'll run out of turf 
as he gets run out of bounds by Jalen Tate over at the 14-yard line. Timeout. So that'll lead us into a timeout, media timeout. And we'll go ahead and take it with him. 8.50 to go third quarter here at Norfolk. Georgia State 21, Old Dominion nothing. Back in 60 seconds on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Georgia State, a 21-0 lead here as we get to the midway point here of the third quarter. Panther football this afternoon on the radio network. Brought to you in part by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Well, defense will have to answer the bell one more time here. They start at the second half. Forcing a punt after a penalty there by Old Dominion sets them back. They got a first down, but they were called because of the penalty and uh, couldn't complete on a third down conversion. And now from the 12-yard line, they moved it up to the 14. That's where the Monarchs will start here with about 45 seconds to go here between uh, the, the TV timeout and when we get back to play. No, we only have one penalty here. We had about seven at this time at the beginning of the ball game. Trentus Livingston and Jason Yates are our referee and umpire respectively. The defense has done a really good job thus far of holding Old Dominion down. Just want to keep that going to where they don't get any momentum and find a way to get themselves back in this ball game. Right at eight minutes and 50 seconds to play here in the third quarter. TV timeout coordinator exiting the field. Obisani will uh, come back into the ball game. Sonny had three carries for five yards in the first half. This is his first appearance here in the second half. Grant Wilson came in 58% completion rate, just over 1,800 yards. Panthers have done a good job applying the pressure today. And they're going to go ahead and run the football with Sonny. He'll get across the 20 up to the 25. Nice run there by Obi Sani. 11 yards on the pickup there for him. Uh, picked up the first down. And Obi Sani, 5'9, 200 pounds out of Aurora, Colorado. They'll hand him the ball again, this time trying to run off a right tackle. Javon Dennis will wrestle him to the turf. We had him for a loss there, about a one yard loss, but he gets to the 25 and then spins his way up to the 27. Kobe Jones in on the tackle as well. Here's Grant Wilson stepping up in the pocket, makes a throw, got a man. It's Page, 
That'll be good for a first down by Keese Brown. Was that Page or Kelby Williams? It was to Kelby Williams. They pick up the first down on the pass play. And it's a first and 10 now up to the Old Dominion 38-yard line. Out of the shotgun. They're quickly back up on the ball. They want to run it with Sonny. Georgia State just clogged the middle of the field with Fuchsius Lewis and with Jontre Hunter and then made a quick tackle on that play. Yeah, that's a tackle for loss. They lost at least one there. Good job there by bringing the linebackers uh, to help support that three-man front. Obi Sonny will exit the football game. And they're going to fake the handoff. It's going to be play action. They're going to throw down to Harvey here in the near side, just out of his reach as the Old Dominion wide receiver looking up over his right shoulder with Gavin Pringle applying the coverage, dove ahead to try to get fingertips on the football, just couldn't do it. Yeah, they, they've wanted to go over the top a couple of times in the ball game here. One time Harvey had one hit him right in the hands. That one was just overthrown out of his reach by not much, but just enough to where he wasn't able to get it. While Georgia State is 4 of 11, Old Dominion is 0 of 8 on third down conversion opportunities. And right now they're facing third and 11 from their own 37-yard line. Ray Mello Murphy, a wide out here to the near side. Tariq Sims in the backfield. They ain't running here. They're going to throw, and they got a man, and it's going to be caught by Page, and he'll get wrestled out of bounds by Kobe Jones about four yards shy of the first down marker. Great tackle. Uh, run into the outside. A nice completion. You have a receiver that's got the momentum. He didn't have to slow down at all. Next thing you know, Cody Jones makes a fantastic stop there. It's fourth and five, not four. That's a four-yard gain that they need to get. Now, they're showing punt, but everybody's playing punt safe now. Yep. You've got a few of your bigger guys that are going to stay in there just to make sure that they don't try to fake it on you. Looks like 96, Ian Brandt, another punter, 6'2 freshman from State College, Pennsylvania, is going to punt the football. And he gets a high spiraling kick. Jakari Carter will signal for the fair catch. He has to make a diving catch. The wind playing with that football, moving it over Come to his up. right. Jakari, though, makes the catch. Great job by Carter. Yeah, he ended up having to leave his feet to dive for it to make sure it didn't hit the ground. But I love that he did that. Be aggressive and just go get the ball. Don't let it bounce because if it does, it could end up at the 2 or 3-yard line. Instead, you're going to give it to him at the 17, much better field position. Right, TV, will take over. TV timeout coordinator on the field. And with 6.42 to go here in the third quarter, Georgia State will take over on their own 17-yard line on the other side of this timeout, leading here at Old Dominion 21-0. Back in 60 seconds here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. 
21-0 Georgia State in front of the Monarchs of Old Dominion here in Norfolk, Virginia. Today's game presented by Center Park Credit Union, by Coke Zero Sugar, and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Panthers will take over. Defense has been fantastic for the most part today as evidenced by the fact that Old Dominion has a big zero up on the scoreboard right now. This is a football team that we talked about in our pregame show they're five and six. They need this game in order to become bowl eligible. But right now, Georgia State playing really, really well on both sides of the football. And the Panther offense will take over on our own 17-yard line. Yeah, you can almost see the frustration on Old Dominion's sideline when they're calling plays, especially from the offensive standpoint. Here's a, a group that averages 4.2. Every time they rush the ball, they're averaging a little over seven yards per completion when they throw it, 354 yards a game. 22 points, but uh, Panther defense has done a really good job to stymie that. And now, speaking of stymie, the Panthers now have gone five possessions without scoring. They had an interception and a punt to end the first half, and they've had uh, a punt here in the second half, and this is the second possession here at the 17-yard line. All right, here's the snap as they put Carter in motion, and they're going to fake the handoff to Casey Adams, fire the football over to Kadarius Thompson, shoestring tackle over on the other side of the field there. Boy, if Kadarius is able to break that, keep his feet, that's a nice tackle, though. Just a really good job by Nolan Johnson to get him down. Had to kind of roll him over, but uh, Kadarius would have been had a big play. He ends up with about six yards on the completion, but, boy, if he breaks that, that's uh, another big, big play that the Panthers wish they would have got there. Yep, they're going to call it second and five from the 22-yard line, left to right here in the third for the Panther offense. Amon Green in motion. Extra blocker up front. Another snap, quick pass to Kadarius Thompson. And a big pile is going to push him back. He was trying to get some forward progress to get to that first down marker. Sean Asbury said otherwise. And it will bring up third and a yard here for the Panthers. Just mentioned a minute ago, the Panthers right now 4 of 11 on third down opportunities here in this afternoon's game. This is a great way to keep this drive alive and burn some more clock here in the third quarter. Yeah, you figure we're going to go to KZ right here and have him run in between the tackles. Third down and a yard from the 26. Single digits on the play clock. Boy, they've got everybody in the box. Snap on the way to Granger. They're going to hand it off to KZ, and he will pick up the first down. Boy, if he is able to keep his feet, there's nothing that's going to stop him. They had seven guys in the box, eight, nine in the area, and, and, and two uh, corners way on the outside. But they brought everybody at the line of scrimmage. KZ ends up getting tripped up and falls forward for the first down at the 28. So first down snap coming up to Granger. KZ stays in, single setback just to the right of Granger. They got a lone wide out here to the near side. Two to the left as the Panthers drive continues here in the third quarter, eating up clock. Here's the snap to Darren. Play action. Going to throw. He's got Robert Lewis over here at the 35. Tries to spin away from the cornerback, Rashid Reason, the junior from Vallejo, California. Yeah, another nice tackle there by Reason. Boy, Robert had just enough room to where he gets some separation. It was a well-thrown ball. The timing couldn't have been better. Short route, but he was able to get the ball to Robert on the outside. And a nice tackle by reasons. It's at the 34. Six-yard pickup, second down and four. 
With now four minutes, just over four minutes to go here in the third quarter. KZ going to shift to the left of Darren. Two wide here to the near side. A little single wide out to the far side of the field. And Granger is going to keep the football. Tried to cut back to the right after starting out to the left. And ran right into two big Old Dominion linemen. Yeah. And that was the end of that. He had an ISO where if he just keeps going straight, he's going to have a one-on-one, and he's going to pitch the ball out to KZ, and there'll be an outside defender that KZ will have to beat to get back to the line of scrimmage. But Darren just stopped, planted his foot, tried to come back across the field. Nothing going. He got barely back to the line of scrimmage. It's third and four. Third and four from the 34-yard line. Panthers go with an empty backfield. KZ Adams now a wide out here to the near side. Two to the left, three wide out here to the near side of the field. Snap to Granger. Darren one step back. He's going to go ahead and tuck it and run, and he's going to get pushed backwards, and they're not converting on third down that time. Old Dominion, big, big push. Moving on the field is board. Progress will stop short of the line of the game. Fourth down. So the punting unit will come on for the Panthers. Here comes Cade Loggins. And... Not able to convert on third down. I'm not sure if it was a designed run play. Darren quickly, after taking the snaps, quickly surveying the field in front of him for an open receiver. Didn't see anything to his liking. Ended up trying to pick up the three yards on the ground and could not convert. Here's the snap to Cade Loggins. And the punt is going to be fielded there by Isaiah Page. He's going to return it 45-50, 45 across the Georgia State 40-yard line. And Old Dominion's going to have some of the best field position they've had the entire ballgame this afternoon with 23 to go here in the third. All being pushed to the ground. Cade Loggins ends up getting his hat across where he needs to get it and uh, keeps that from being a touchdown. So Old Dominion will have the football. First and 10. Let's see where they place it. It'll be at the Georgia State 34-yard line. Well, it's up to the Georgia State defense again, Harper. They have answered the bell just about every time here today. we got a media timeout here on the field. TV timeout coordinator with 2.23 to go third quarter. Georgia State 21, Old Dominion nothing. We'll be back in 60 seconds from Norfolk, Virginia. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Back here at SB Ballard Stadium, Norfolk, Virginia, 2.23 to go third quarter. Old Dominion going to have some of the best field position they have had the entire ball game as uh, Isaiah Page on the return. And they'll be 
right there at the Georgia State 36-yard line. Well, defense has ridden to the occasion almost every time so far this afternoon, and they'll have to do it again. Yeah, once more time, one more. Good field, best field position of the day to start with for Old Dominion. We look at a quick check on the score just uh, before halftime. Louisiana's ahead at home against UL Monroe. That game from Lafayette, it's 24-14. From Boone, North Carolina, Georgia Southern is ahead 14-3 on the road at Appalachian State. James Madison has a 14-0 lead early in the second quarter against Coastal Carolina. And Marshall needs a win to be bowl eligible. They're ahead 20-0 against Arkansas State. Texas State and South Alabama that game will be at 7 o'clock Eastern time. Keeping an eye on those programs, including this one here at Old Dominion, that need one win to become bowl eligible. As we've said a few times, Georgia State looking to snap a four-game losing skid and pick up that seventh regular season win, which they managed two seasons ago, the year they beat Ball State at the Camellia Bowl. All right, coming out of the timeout, they're going to hand the football off. It'll be a run play there for Tariq Sims. And he'll run basically up the middle. And he will get to the 32. Four-yard gain, second and six coming up here with just over two minutes to go. They'll hand it off to Sims again, running into the teeth of the Georgia State defense straight ahead. Cody Jones in there, along with John Trey Hunter, assisting on the tackle. And we'll bring up third down and five. Picked up a yard on that last run play. Sims remains in the ball game. Single back just to the right of the quarterback, Wilson. Wilson going to throw. And the pass deflected. And now some push, more pushing and shoving going on. Shamar McCollum trying to mix it up with the offensive lineman. Well, Tylen Dunlop did a great job of getting his hand up. Chris Adams, the right tackle in a pushing and shoving match there with Shamar. There's yeah. no doubt they're going for it. Fourth yep. down. They've already had it three times. They've gone for it on fourth down here earlier in the ball game. They've given it up on downs on each of that occasion. Now we're trying to substitute some guys here right now. Page a wide out here near side. 140 to go third quarter. 21-0 Georgia State. Timeout. Georgia State. This is the first timeout of the second half. 30 seconds. We had uh, 12 guys on the field, and, and Cody Jones wasn't sure whether he was supposed to come out. Uh, there was some confusion on the sidelines, so Sean Elliott wisely takes a timeout. As we all know, he's been prone to burn a timeout or two, depending on the half. doesn't matter, really. He just may I'll stop the defense, slow things down, have a chance to talk to them. You sacrifice it if you need it later on, but right now with a 21-point lead, you want to make sure that your defense, you have the right guys on the field and the right defense called. So here comes Grant Wilson, the ODU quarterback. Tariq Sims stays in the ball game at running back. And they are going to go for it on fourth and five with 1.40 to go here in the third quarter. Ronald Cooper in the ball game. Got a couple of wideouts, including Page, here on the near side. And they stick two wideouts to the far side, including Jalen Butler. DJ Chandler in for them now, tight end. This is the first time we've seen him, big tall guy. Snap, and a play here on fourth down. 
Wilson going to escape the pocket, going to throw down the middle. It's caught for a touchdown. So Old Dominion is on the scoreboard, 31 yards to Raymelo Murphy. Murphy over on the right side, running a slant route right in between the hashes into the end zone. And Wilson lays it in there really, really nicely. And Murphy holds on. It's now a 21-6 ball game. 134 to go here in the third. Well, you give this quarterback a little bit of time, and he threads the needle. He throws it in between two Georgia State defenders, and Ray Mello Murphy ends up getting his first reception. And the PAT looks like it's good. 21-7. So Grant Wilson, 31 yards on the touchdown pass to Ray Mello Murphy. We'll give you the drive stats here. As Old Dominion gets on the scoreboard, four plays. 36 yards, time of the drive, 49 seconds. Sanchez good on the point after attempt. And it's now 21-7. Again, 134 to play here in the third. It's now a two-touchdown advantage for Georgia State. All based on that, that drive, all based on the page return on the punt. Panthers did get a first down on their last possession, but uh, they were stymied on third and short. And a nice punt return, good field position. Old Dominion's waking up. This will be number 92, Ethan Sanchez. He just kicked the extra point. He's also the kickoff specialist. So a 21-7 ball game. And Sanchez with a kick and it's going to be fielded there by Carter Jakari across the 25 gets run out of bounds just beyond the 25 into Old Dominion sideline and bench area and here comes the Georgia State offense again now with 129 remaining here in the third well they gave him a great mark out to the 32 maybe the 33 yard line yep looks like the yep. 33 so it was a short kick into the wind. Shikari takes that momentum, catches it about the 7-8 yard line, is able to make it pretty good field position here for the Panthers. They'll start on the right hash. They're going from left to right. All right, here's Darren Granger, Casey Adams. Still no word on Marcus Carroll. We saw him walk to the locker room early here in the quarter. And the Panthers going to go ahead and run it with Casey Adams. Casey trying to slice and dice up to the 35. Terry Jones on the tackle. And that'll be good for two. Second down coming up. It'll be Avery second Reese. and eight. Avery's just plugging it away out there. Boy, he's uh, he can barely move. He's got his head down right now. The umpire's coming over to look at him. There's going to be a substitution for Old Dominion. But uh, Avery's given everything he has to stay in this ballgame. Snap coming up on second down at seven. Darren Granger going to look to throw the football. He'll dump it off to Amon Green, but Green at the 39-yard line, maybe the 40, is dropped right there, and that's going to be shy of the first down marker, which is currently at the 43. Yeah, you see how they're jumping around on defense. They've yep. woken up here. I'm telling you right now, they're going to let you, they're going to let you catch it in front of them, but not over the top. So we need to keep that threat. Again, we've only got the wind behind us for another 30 seconds. Ball's at the 39-yard line. We got to get it to the 43 for a first down. 
Third down and three. Inside of 25 seconds, this could be the final play here in the third quarter. Panthers trying to convert on third down. Here's Granger taking the snap. He's going to roll out, and it's going to be incomplete. It's out of bounds. Yep. The intended receiver over here on the near side was Robert Lewis, and now this pushing and shoving as Robert's trying to get out of their sideline and get back on the field. One of the field judges has to come over and help him get out of there. They've had no problem, the officials, no problem at all letting these guys jaw at each other. But so, usually we're on the wrong end of that. You know, they've been yeah. pretty aggressive, has Old Dominion. So another three and out for the Panthers. Isaiah Page standing right back at the Old Dominion 25. Cade Loggins awaiting the snap from Seth Glosher looking to punt the football. And gets a nice line drive kick. Page is going to chase it down inside the 20 short field, and he's going to walk the tightrope. He got drilled coming out of By bounds. Abraham, yep. yeah. Justin Abraham leveled him into the ODU sideline. Very wisely, Justin is on the sideline four or five yards deep, and then he just gets back onto the field as quickly as he can and just slows it down, jogs, doesn't want any of their guys to, uh, you know, get a chance to do or say anything. All right, defense, we got to get a stop here. The ball's at the 27-yard line for Old Dominion. OB. Three seconds left to go yep. here in the quarter. So this will be the final play of quarter number three. Sonny, the running back for Old Dominion, just to the right of Grant Wilson. They've really enjoyed running to their left, to our right. Here's the snap. Wilson, play action, throws over here to Harvey. Harvey catches it at the 30, and he'll get dropped at the 32-yard line. Kobe Jones, Gavin Pringle on the tackle there for the Panthers. And the third quarter. End of the third quarter. Third quarter's in the books here in Norfolk with Georgia State leading Old Dominion 21-7. The only scoring in the third quarter, 31 yards by Old Dominion, Grant Wilson to Ray Mello Murphy. And we've got a 21-7 ball game. That'll put the third quarter in the books here in Norfolk. Fourth quarter action as the Panthers try to get out of Virginia with their seventh win of the season. We'll tell you about it coming up after this two-minute timeout on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> Lusab Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. 
What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. The Panthers play here on 97.5 Glory FM. Fourth quarter here at S.B. Ballard Stadium in Norfolk, Virginia. The Georgia State leading Old Dominion 21-7. Dave Cohen along with Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker. Appreciate Panther fans tuning in on our flagship 88.5 FM WRAS. 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. Gainesville, Georgia, also at 13.30 a.m. The GSU Athletics mobile app and online at lowcountryradio.com. Got a good one here in Norfolk as Georgia State really looking for another score, a 21-7 lead. Yeah, I'd love to have some more points on the board right now because it's uh, for me it's a little bit nervous time dealing with an offense that might start turning it up and putting a threat here on the Panther defense. Panthers have done such a great job. They've only given up a total of 133 yards and seven points thus far. Obisani in at running back right now. And the snap to Wilson. They're going to go ahead and run it up the middle with Sani. 45-50. And he's going to break it away. 35-30, 25-20. And that's why we wanted some more points. Because he is going to take it to the house for the touchdown. And it's now a 21-13 ball game. The momentum has begun to swing. 73 yards, it's begun to swing from the Georgia State sideline over here to the Old Dominion sideline. And there's way too much time left on the clock for Old Dominion. And again, they are playing with their backs against the wall with five wins, and they know they need this football game if they're going to become bowl eligible. That was just too easy. Yep, it's way, way too easy. It's ridiculous. Ethan Sanchez on to attempt the PAT. The punter is the holder. There's the kick. It's up, and it is good. And it's now a 21-14 football game. It was all Georgia State in the first half, and all the scoring here in the second half has been Old Dominion. 73 yards, although they've got it to 67. I don't know how they have that. Uh, we'll give you the drive stats, and there's not much to them on the other side of this timeout. 14.49 to go here in the fourth and final quarter, and it's now 21-14, Georgia State leading Old Dominion here in Norfolk. Back in 60 seconds on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. 
Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> Panther fans, this is Georgia State football head coach Sean Elliott. Follow the Panthers all season here on 97.5 Glory FM WGT. Bunch of drive stats on that last touchdown play. 73-yard touchdown run from Obisani. O-B-I-E-S-A-N-N-I. Two plays, 73 yards. Harper, they score in 14 seconds after taking over. Well, their previous drive was 49 seconds, so they basically have taken a minute and five in order to uh, get themselves right back in the ball game. They're a one score away team right now, and we've talked about how you used the word desperation earlier in the pregame show. They're in a desperate state. They've got to win in order to be bowl eligible and get another couple weeks to practice, and the reward of being able to get to play an extra game Panthers have been there now for a month and just offensively now it's going to be up to our guys to be able to get a few first downs relax do what you do well get some completions good throws still not sure if Avery Reese now he's up but I'm I know he's he's injured and he's not 100% right now see whether or not he gets to stay in the ball game Jakari Carter is back deep Old Dominion, Ethan Sanchez will kick it away. Still a lot of time. We're very early in the fourth quarter, and this is a one-score ball game now, 21-14. All right, here's the kick. Well, Sanchez was about to kick it away, and it's very windy here at the stadium, and a ball fell off the tee, so he's going to reset it. And then kick it away here as play will continue. Now the good news for Old Dominion is that they're kicking with the wind of their back now. So Sanchez, who could barely get the ball to the 15-yard line, this one should go over the head of Jakari, who's at the 5. So now Sanchez will kick it away. It's a booming end-over-end kick. And Carter is going to field it and take a knee right inside the end zone and the ball's going to come out to the 25 yard line well, let's see if georgia state's offense can get back in gear the way they were in the first half the momentum has swung a little bit over here to the old dominion sideline as they have scored the last two touchdowns 31 yards from wilson to Ramelo murphy and a 73 yard touchdown run from obisani so Avery is out there to play center. reason I'm concerned is that quarterback exchange, if you need that, the snap, he's been doing it all year. But uh, I'm not sure if it's his knee, his ankle, his hip. Something's been bothering him. 
but you don't want to have to replace that here in the last game in a critical time. No word yet on the status of Marcus Carroll. KZ Adams in at running back. And they're going to fake the handoff to KZ. They're going to make a throw. It's caught by Robert Lewis. That'll be a pickup of five, maybe six. He's tackled there by Nolan Johnson, who has one of the interceptions this afternoon. And actually good for a seven-yard pickup on the pass play. Second down and three. Favorable spot there for Georgia State. Up to their own 32-yard line. Right to left across your radio dial. KZ Adams, single setback just to the right. And they're going to hand it off to KZ. KZ broke through one hole and got stacked up and pushed backwards on the other. He's just not big enough in order to run through those kind of holes. Yeah, didn't get the first. He got real close. He got within a whisker of it. But you're right. He's 190 pounds dripping wet. The Panthers trying to convert on third down. So far, 5 for 14 on third down opportunities this afternoon. Really got to keep this drive alive. We're just inside of 14 minutes to play. And you can tell the energy is picked up for Old Dominion. And Granger's going to try to pick it up, and he's going to get thrown backwards. The Panthers will not convert on third and short. And let's see if... Let's see if Georgia State decides this close. Well, it was less than a yard. Now it's a solid two yards on fourth down and we'll see what georgia state decides to do here oh granger got he's slow to get up and then avery is just struggling yep i hate to keep bringing him up it's just i i see how he is just he's not 100 percent. all right we got to get a kickoff now yep the panthers are going to punt it Cade loggins on to punt the football page is back standing at the old dominion 35 yard line Here's the snap, here's the punt, and it's a nice spiraling kick. Page is going to field it right at the 30, sidesteps one oncoming Panther, and then gets crunched as he tries to make his way to the 35, but still not bad field position for Old Dominion. Timeout. So timeout called, and the media timeout goes into effect. With 13-11 to go, Georgia State 21, Old Dominion 14. And we're back in 60 seconds from Norfolk, Virginia. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Radio station for Georgia State Sports. 13-11 to go here in the fourth and final quarter in Norfolk. 21-14, Georgia State holding on to a touchdown lead over the Monarchs of Old Dominion. Total yards today, Georgia State 271, 
166 in the air, 105 on the ground, 200 total yards for Old Dominion, 83 in the air from Grant Wilson, 117 on the ground. A lot of that, the 73-yard touchdown run for Obisani. Georgia State's been penalized six times today for 52 yards, four for 35 yards on the other side for Old Dominion. I'm just a little worried that Old Dominion's picking up that momentum here as we move along throughout the fourth quarter. Well, I'm looking over at the sideline. Bob Murphy, our trainer, has been talking to Derek Granger. Darren can only take his helmet off with his left hand. There's something going on with him. So we might have a center and a quarterback that are injured to the point where they may not be able to finish. Now, I know they're going to want to tough it out, but uh, warming up on the sideline is Michaeli Colosardo. All right, coming out of this timeout, today's game made possible in part by the Georgia State University Bookstore, offering a selection of Panther gifts and apparel, locations on the downtown Atlanta campus, as well as Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Also by Lou Saab Kia, exit 14 on Georgia 400. Tariq Sims in the backfield, a single setback just to the right of the quarterback, Grant Wilson. And here's the play. It's going to be a handoff. Sims is going to run right up the middle. He'll get across the 35 up to the 36. This should be about a two-yard, maybe a three-yard gain. It'll be second and seven. They'll place the ball at the 37-yard line. And they're right back on the ball. Quick snap. Wilson fakes the handoff, throws to the far side of the field, intercepted by Gavin Pringle. Was he inbounds? And now there's a lot of pushing and shoving going on. Pringle picked off the pass from Grant Wilson. He was in bounds. It was intended for Harvey, and the Panthers come up with a big, big play defensively. Harvey now, he's the guy that was pushing people around from the beginning of the ball game. ends up making a push again. He's talking to somebody as he's coming off the sideline. It was. It's an interception for Gavin Pringle, his fourth interception of the season. Harper, it could not have come at a better time. No kidding. And it gives Georgia State great field position. Well, we're going to take over inside the 40-yard line. We're going to mark it at the third. 39 and Granger comes back out now he's limping a little bit remember in my opinion I thought it was his right arm that he was having problems with so if he has to throw it it's going to be interesting but as you mentioned great field position Panthers have a chance to really put a nail in the coffin here all right here's the snap to Darren going to hand it off Casey Adams Casey running off right tackle gets up across the 35-yard line in Old Dominion territory. It'll be a gain of four on the run by Casey Adams. Again, no Marcus Carroll. We saw him walking back towards the locker room. Second down at six. They're going to put Jakari Carter in motion. They're going to fake the handoff, throw across the middle, and that should be pass interference. No flag thrown intended for Robert Lewis. Kelby Williams on the coverage. Am I wrong about that? No, he goes across his body, bumps into him, does not deflect the ball, and interferes with your receiver's ability to catch it. How is that not a flag? So here's Georgia State on third down again, 5 of 15. Robert running a post route. He ran up the field about seven or eight yards and then broke it. They brought late. They had a line, uh, excuse me, a, a, a safety come up inside the line of scrimmage. It was wide open territory. Diamond formation, four wide 
in a diamond formation over to the right. Granger, empty backfield. Robert Lewis, the lone wide out here to the near side. Here's Darren stepping up, going to throw downfield. Got Robert Lewis, and it's going to nice be... Nice catch. What a great catch. Did Robert hold on? What a great catch. Robert Lewis holds on, and now the Panthers are at like the one or the two-yard line. Fantastic catch by Robert Lewis. Kelby Williams again. They pick on him, and they drop Robert at the two-yard line. He dives and comes up with that football. First and goal. All right, time called. I'm guessing that uh, ODU is going to want a video replay. The previous play is on the further video review. Yep. Well, we're gonna, while you're at it, we're going to uh, take another look real quick here on a monitor in our radio booth. While you're at it, why don't you review the uh, in, in, look at that? Oh, yeah, what that's a, a catch, catch for Robert Lewis. It was right in between Kelby Williams' hands. 32 yards on the pass from Granger to Lewis, and the ball is at the Old Dominion two-yard line. I'm writing that down. It, th- this video pl- uh, review should not take very long. Yeah, I think they should figure it out. Now the biggest thing, it'll take a few seconds just to figure out the time and where is his body hit the ground. They'll probably put it at the three instead of the two. But the fact that it was a catch, that's undeniable. Yep. I mean, there's no booing. Any of the fans that see it, they go, oh, yeah, you're right, he caught it. But it does give the offense a little time to uh, catch their breath. Not that they need to. It's been a short drive thus far. Only four plays. But now what do you do with the smaller running back? And you need to punch it in. Are you going to do that in between the tackles? Are you going to run a option play? Are you going to run some play action and try to give Amon Green his third touchdown reception of the ball game with the little tight end pop pass over the middle? At the video review... The ruling on the field stands, first and goal, Georgia State at so the two-yard line. First and goal at the Old Dominion two-yard line. Boy, what a big play. Gavin Pringle's fourth interception at the 39. And a 37, a 32-yard pass after uh, a Casey Adams run play. Robert makes a beautiful catch, and the Panthers have it at the two-yard line. Casey Adams single set to the left of Darren Granger. Avery Reese, Harper still in at center. Double tights. Snap on the way. Casey Adams will shift to the right. And here's the snap. They're going to go ahead and hand it off to Casey, and he just... He's going to lose a yard, maybe two. Yeah, you're not going to be able to run in between the tackles against really any defensive line in the Sunbelt Conference like that. Avery needs to be picked up. Even the guys on Old yep. Dominion, they're not going to pick him up. So the Panthers end up losing a yard. It's now second and goal from the three. Casey Adams remains in, sets up just to the right of Darren Granger. Robert Lewis goes in motion. And they're going to fake the handoff. Granger's going to throw it out of bounds because he had an ODU defender right in his face coming right at him. Well, and Sean Asbury, the safety, ends up tackling Amon Green while the ball was in the air, but it was an uncatchable pass. It was definitely going to be... Well, coming at him was Chris Kane. Oh, I know. Defensive end. Darren had to get rid of the ball, period. He threw it high and away so that no one would be able to get it. 
All right, now we're going to go wide again. Yep. And it's third and three. A third and goal from the three-yard line. Snap to Granger. Robert Lewis in motion. And they're going to hand it off. Casey Adams trying to run it up the middle. And nothing. Nothing. Barely gets back to the line of scrimmage. See how Darren's kind of trotting back right now? He, yeah. he doesn't have anything in his legs. And so the Panthers will try to come away with points here. Liam Rickman will come on and try to kick the field goal. This will be a relatively, obviously, short field goal. Should be about 22 yards. Cade Loggins is the holder. Seth Glosher the long snapper. There's the snap. Ball is down. The kick is up. It's on the way, and it's good. Breathe a sigh of relief here in Norfolk. Panthers now back in front by 10. 24-14 had to come away with points. Oh, absolutely. That that just, just without a doubt, you got to score there. You got to get something. It would have been great to get a touchdown, but unfortunately, the Panthers weren't able to punch it in. A lot of personnel issues going on right now. They're just bailing wire and duct tape is is uh, how my dad used to say it. But we're going to take a break and we'll talk about it when we come back. Yep. Media timeout here in Norfolk. 24-14. Georgia State leading it. 10 minutes, 18 seconds remaining. Back in 60 seconds from Norfolk on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Twenty-four to fourteen, our score with ten eighteen to go in the football game. Seven-play drive, thirty-five yards, two minutes and twenty-seven seconds. Top of the hour stations on our radio network. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification from Norfolk, Virginia. You're listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W two four eight DL. Murrayville, Gainesville. Isaac Kone will kick it away from the 35-yard line. Isaiah Page is back deep. Also back for Old Dominion is Amarian Granger. But Page is the one that is a danger on these kick returns. And the wind has died down quite a bit. Got those orange streamers that are on top of the goalposts. They're not moving. And then there's a flag in the corner of the field over here. And uh, that one neither is is blowing very hard. So that'll be an advantage for the Panthers to get a much deeper kick. All right, here's Isaac Kone. 
And he is going to blast that one. It'll come to Page. He's going to signal for the fair catch standing at the two-yard line. And we'll come out to the 25 for Old Dominion. Defense once again being asked to respond for that last possession when they get that interception. That was huge. Just to kind of kill the momentum a little bit and give the Panthers a chance offensively to get their themselves back on track. Ball will be on the near hash mark for Old Dominion. They have a late substitution. Isaiah Page is going to come into the ball game. He's going to replace number seven, Amarian Granger. Monarchs going from left to right across your radio dial here in the fourth quarter. Tariq Sims, the running back, now shifting to Wilson's right. Here's the snap, and they're going to go ahead and run it with Sims. He's going to get stacked up. He may be lost a yard on that play unless they're generous and give him right back to the line of scrimmage and bring up second and ten. A slow Panther getting up. Is that John Trey? Yeah, it's John Trey Hunter. Boy, a blitzing linebacker, and Justin Abraham got if if. Uh, the quarterback Wilson was going to keep that ball. He was going to get face planted. John Trey will come out of the ball game. Running onto the field is Josiah Robinson. So second and ten here from the 25. Snap on the way to Grant Wilson. Nine and a half to go. Wilson's got time. Identifies and it's incomplete. I tell you what, it was intended for Kelby Williams and looking around for an interception that time was jeremiah johnson the safety well two number sixes right there kelby williams had that ball just go off each one of his hands he had it wasn't able to come down with it i'm sure he heard footsteps old dominion zero o of ten today on third down opportunities and they're facing a third down right now here's pressure and wilson is going nowhere the panthers are going to sack him for a loss of yards is that at least the third sack for justin abraham yeah javon dennis was in there as well we'll see who gets credit for that panthers front de uh, defensive front when called on today has done a pretty good job we got an injured old dominion that's leroy 79 thomas. leroy thomas out of stafford virginia he, he was guard. really hobbling and just fell down that now that he's He's going to need assistance to get back over to the sideline. Yeah, that pocket just collapsed, and you look at him, he's going, oh, my gosh, this could be a knee. Could be something serious. Time out. They're on the field to uh, tend to him, and it looks like we're going to take a TV timeout with him. We are. TV timeout coordinator on the field. 9-17 to go here in the football game in Norfolk, Georgia State 24, Old Dominion 14, back in 60 seconds on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that 
That's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle back here in Norfolk, Georgia State University Alumni Association. Proud supporter of Georgia State football on the radio network. The alumni offers a wide variety of programs to keep you in touch, informed, and involved online at alumni.gsu.edu. And by Lusab Kia, exit 14 on Georgia 400. Well, Leroy Thomas assisted back over to the Old Dominion sideline. And the Panthers holding on to a 10-point lead here with 9.17 to play. 24-14, Georgia State trying to win their seventh Old Dominion, trying to find and win their elusive sixth win, which would make them bowl eligible. They barely got out of Statesboro last Saturday, a field goal literally as they were running off the field of the locker room at the end of the ball game to beat Georgia Southern. Offensive coordinator Kevin Decker meeting with all the offense. Ricky Rainey, the head coach over there, and they're having a conversation. Do you go for it on fourth and 15 from your own 20-yard line? By the way, all their offense is still gathered together on the sideline, on the field, as if it's not their punt team. Can I update one score here? Yeah. When you gave the scores... The last time, Georgia Southern had like a 14-7 lead on Appalachian State. What's that score right now? It's 27-17. Appalachian just turned it on in the second quarter. 24 points. They had three. Nope, they're going to punt. They're going to punt. Jakari Carter runs out. He's standing right around in between the 40 and the 45. He's at about the 42-yard line. And Ethan Dwayne is set to punt the football. I have punt safe in mind. I'm thinking the court or the punter's going to throw it for a first down. You got to watch for that. A running head start gets a nice high spiraling punt. Fair catch signaled for by Jakari. 36. Javon Harvey right in his face. And the Panthers will take over right at their own 37 yard line. Now, this is the time to run a drive and. Let's get some of that 9.07 that's on the game clock whittled down. Well, and make a separation. Another touchdown pretty much ices it. We're 63 yards away from that. Panthers had first and goal from the two on the last possession and weren't able to punch it in. We did get a field goal out of it. So Granger... Get out of the shotgun. Robert Lewis going to take it quick. Toss. It was fumbled. Picked up by Lewis, and he gets hit right away. That's going to be a loss of about, I'd say, about seven yards. Moving on the field with the forward pass incomplete. Wow. We got lucky there. We yeah. sure did. Panthers got lucky. They called it a forward pass. So for those listening, Darren is in the shotgun. He receives the snap from center and then pushes the ball forward to the sprinting by him wide receiver who's in motion and because he was throwing it forward it's an incomplete pass second and ten. 902 to go on a turning clock here in the fourth quarter Panthers trying to use well the clock's not moving right now they're keeping an eye on the play clock 
And they're going to hand it off to KZ Adams. KZ trying to find a hole. He's just going to get wrestled down and thrown backwards. 99, Cole Daniels, a backup defensive tackle. KZ's not getting away from Daniels. No, you got to use your speed, and when you don't have the ability to turn the corner because you got the big 99, yep. you know how much that guy weighs. He comes out of the ball game now. They're going to bring in some smaller guys. We need eight. Cole Daniels is listed at 304. Snap to Granger here on third down and about nine. Wrong up on the scoreboard. Ball at the 37-yard line. Granger's got three wide, two to the far side. Darren's going to take two steps back. Got to escape the pocket, got to step up. Now he's going to look to throw downfield. Dangerous pass, and it's batted away. It's batted away by Old Dominion. On the coverage was Nolan Johnson, the cornerback, and he just reached that right arm up and slapped it down. Every Panther on the sideline was not the right arm. It was the left arm that they were worried about, and he was holding on to a Panther receiver. Darren's pass, so just uh, trying to, it was in the air so long, he threw it a long way, but it was it was 200 feet up in the air. When it comes down, Kadarius Thompson, the intended receiver. All right, well, the dangerous return man, Isaiah Page, awaiting the Cade Loggins punt. Loggins, the snap, and gets a spiraling kickoff. It's going to bounce at the 35. Page is going to field it inside the 30. And trying to return it. He's going to return it, but he's going to get run out of bounds. He simply ran out of green space. Boy, he is so elusive. Dave. He is. Godly. Not quite Jaden Daniels-ish at LSU, but no. uh, for the Sun Belt, he's very elusive. He really is. Very um, uh, aggressive, if you will, too. That ball bounced two times on the ground, and it kind of rolls towards him. It wasn't one of those ones that you would say was a perfect pickup. Uh, but he's making something out of nothing, and he does a pretty good job to get the ball out to the 29-yard line for Old Dominion. 7.54 remaining. 29-yard line is where Grant Wilson and the Monarchs will start this possession. First and 10, Tariq Sims in at running back. Sims, a redshirt sophomore, Leesburg, Virginia. 35 yards by him so yep. far in the ballgame. Here's the snap. And they're going to fake the handoff, going to make a throw over here to the near side. And is it caught and hauled in by Page, who got knocked down in the play by Ronald Cooper. And now Page is a little slow to get up, which is not good news if you're an Old Dominion Monarchs fan. But he really made a super, super nice athletic play on that catch. And then over and above, it's a, he caught it with his left hand, but he landed on the, on the base of his back. Yeah. So it's one of those where he's got, uh, you know, you're, you're thinking he lost his air. Yeah. But he should be okay and be able to return. 11 yards on the pickup there. First down at the 40. The ball placed right at the 40-yard line. Grant Wilson, right hash. Here's the snap. And they're going to go ahead and run it with Sims. Sims got a lot of room, 45. Gets across the 50. A flag, though, thrown back at the 40-yard line. This one's coming back. The flag against the Monarchs of Old Dominion. And that's a break for Georgia State. Yeah, it is. Boy, another 15-yard pickup there. Offense, 63. 10 yards from the previous spot. Replay, second down. That's a penalty against their setter, Xavier Black, the kid out of Fisherville, Virginia. So 
So they'll mark it from the line of scrimmage. The flag landed at the 42. So it turns out to be just about a 10 and a half yard penalty. They put it at the 30. But really it's closer to the 29. First and 20 from the 30 yard line. The first down marker is midfield, 50 yard line. That's where they've got to get to. Grant Wilson out of the shotgun near hash. Gonna look to throw. Got Page over here in the flat on a screen pass. He'll dive forward to the 40-yard line. The market at the 38, Dave. Yep. He dove. Remember, he's the one who just a couple plays ago ended up having to come out for a breather. Inside of seven minutes to go now on the game clock. Quick snap, Wilson. And they're going to fake the handoff. They're going to throw downfield. It's incomplete. And check it on the intended receiver. That was Page. Page again. He's kind of favoring that right leg or the right foot. Yeah, I don't know where he got hurt there unless it was early in that route. But the ball was thrown behind him. He ran kind of a a sluggo route where you you run and, and you're going to give the illusion that you're going to break it, but you stay up the field. The ball was behind him. It turned him around. I got to know, what is a sluggo route? A slant and go, where no. you're going to slant and then go. Not a banana route, Dave. That's from yours. yours <laughs> that's that's my favorite. It is. All right, here's the snap to Wilson. Watch out. Pocket is collapsing, and the Panthers come up with another sack. And it was Javon Dennis right in the middle of all of it there, along with number 45, Jordan Jones, and that's going to be a loss of seven, and it's going to bring up fourth down and 19. Tylen Dunlap was in there as well. They got to go for it, obviously. Here's the snap. Grant Wilson. Wilson looking, and he's going to get dragged down again. Tylen Dunlap getting it done for the Panthers on defense. We only rushed three, and they had five offensive linemen. They just could not protect their quarterback, and that's the seventh sack of the ball game. And on a turnover of downs, the Panthers are going to get the ball at about the 24-yard line with the clock in their favor with the momentum in their favor and now we just need to get another touchdown Dave and we're gonna have a nice time celebrating but uh, offense has really struggled here in the second half but another turnover on downs boy the Panther defense done a fantastic job here today so Georgia State will take over as Harper said at the Old Dominion 24 yard line first down here for Darren Granger and the Panthers Casey Adams we finally we brought him out Avery's been doing everything he can. Alex Johnson, Alec Johnson wearing number 70. Shikari Carter goes in motion. And they're going to hand it off to KZ in behind left tackle. He'll get down inside the 25 to about the 23. It was a bad snap. It was end over end. It wasn't like a spiral. It was uh, it was struggling there. And it was slow to get there. Tenth carry of the game for KZ Adams. 10 carries, 18 yards. Panthers looking to burn clock here. 535 on a turning clock. Leading this one, 24 to 14. Carter in motion to the far side. Here's the snap to Bad Darren. Snap again. Yep, Granger, though, able to feel it, going to have to throw. And he's got a man, and it's nice catch. Robert Lewis. Far side of the field, inside the 20 as he's 
Falling out of bounds, and they're going to put that at the 18-yard line. Well, we only get about five yards on the pickup, but Robert did a fantastic job of on the comeback route going closer to the line of scrimmage instead of going flat. Made it a much easier throw for Darren. So two errant snaps. We've got trips over on the far side at the 18-yard line. Ball's on the right hash. Robert has nine catches for 91 yards. Empty backfield. Casey Adams, a slot receiver. Over here with Kadarius Thompson. We need to hurry. And here's Granger. We're going to have to call time. Yep. Going to have to use the timeout. Ran out of time. The play clock was at 7, and we were still looking over on the sideline to signal the play in. It was a little slow getting from the field onto, or excuse me, from the sideline to the field. I'm looking down. I don't even see the TV timeout coordinator. I wonder if he's he's done. There's nothing left. He's cold, Dave. Yeah. He's going to go warm up with some hot chocolate. Yeah, he's he's gone inside, so no more television timeouts today, which is good news. And we're down to 4:48 to play with Georgia State in great field position, facing third down and four from the Old Dominion 18-yard line. interesting play call here I think we go for the field goal which I'm telling you those extra points if you make it a three score game instead of a two because Old Dominion has scored twice here in the second half one four plays 49 seconds off the clock and then that had that big run and that only took 14 seconds off the clock for that drive so they can score quickly all right snap to Darren Granger and they hand it off to KZ and he ran into a Mack truck well, on they, that tackle, they that had a was, blitz. That was the safety, Terry Jones. New center didn't know where to block, and so he didn't pick up anybody. This is the first timeout of the second half. 30 seconds. So Old Dominion will use a timeout. Harper's going to make his way down to the sideline. And right now the clock showing 4 minutes 35 seconds. Trennis Livingston has asked the clock operator to put it up to 4 minutes and 42 seconds. Wear your warm jacket as you head down there. Harper will be with us once he gets down to the sideline and we'll anchor our post-game coverage down in the corner of the end zone where Georgia State will head into the locker room. Panthers up 24-14 here with 4.42 to go and now they're going to attempt a field goal here with Liam Rickman. This will be a 39-yard attempt for Liam Rickman. Cade Loggins is the holder. And this to put Georgia State up 27-14. Snap ball is down. Kick is up. It was partially blocked. And it's going to land in the end zone. Panthers going to come away with no points with 437 remaining here in the football game. We'll have to look at the replay to see who came through. That might have been Terry Jones again that got the elevation to get a hand on that football as it comes off the foot of Liam Rickman. Taking another look. And so it's still a 24-14 ball game in favor of Georgia State. 4-37 and Old Dominion will take over first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. They haven't posted yet officially who got the block. 
Well, it was blocked by Rashid Reason. That's who blocked it, Rashid Reason. On special teams, he's their starting cornerback. And Old Dominion will take over. Here's Grant Wilson. A lot of time. He's got to get out of the pocket. Javon Dennis is chasing. He will throw across the middle. And it is knocked down by Cody Jones, intended for Isaiah Page. And that's going to bring up second down. Second and 10 from the 21. He's writing down the block field goal information. Snap coming up to Grant Wilson on second and 10. 429 to go in the football game. Got a couple of wideouts here to the near side. And the snap to Wilson on the way. Looks like they're going to try to run the football right up the middle and nothing going on the run play there for Old Dominion. The ball carrier there was Sani, Obi Sani, who had that 73-yard touchdown run earlier in the football game. Third down for Amari. Amari and Granger wide out here to the near side. Grant Wilson looking, going to throw the football far side of the field. It's caught. First down, Old Dominion. Cody Jones there on the tackle. And it was Isaiah Page really climbing the ladder, going up and pulling up. That pass was thrown kind of high. Page went up and pulled it down. It's first down now at the Old Dominion 35-yard line. Going to throw it again, and it's going to be in and out of the hands of Harvey over here on the near side. That'll be second down. Coverage on the play there by Georgia State cornerback Bryce Brown. So with 3.46 to go. Here in the football game, second and ten for the 35 coming up here for Grant Wilson and the Old Dominion Monarchs. I know they've got Sonny in the backfield ready to run the football, but based on the clock, they really need yardage. Georgia State looking for another big play on the defensive side of the football. Wilson out of the shotgun. Here's the snap. Two steps back. Stutter step. He's looking far side of the field, and it's caught. Another Old Dominion first down as they work the sidelines. And it was caught there by the wide receiver, Raymelo Murphy. Murphy's had a pretty good afternoon for Old Dominion. That's going to be his third catch. Puts him over 40 yards receiving. He does have the one touchdown. Here's another pass. That was intended for Page. Coverage there by... Coverage there by Josiah Johnson. And it's going to bring up second down and 10 now. Three and a half minutes to go. 24-14 Georgia State trying to hold on and get out of Norfolk with a W. Be their seventh of the season. Snap on second and 10. Ball right there at the Old Dominion 49-yard line. I can see Harper's made his way down to the corner of the end zone. Now they're going to go ahead and hand the football off. And Obisani ain't going nowhere. Georgia State is all over him. The first one in there to wrap him up was John Trey Hunter. Also in there was Anthony Bloom. Yeah, John Trey on the blitz was able to get past the line of scrimmage, find the ball, and get the runner down. Third and 12, and Wilson going to throw on the run, and it's caught by it's caught by number seven. Amari and Granger for the first down. Boy, the Panthers almost able to get fingertips on that one. Flag on the play. There are flags thrown, yep. Was that uh, Pringle that dove for the ball? The penalty is declined. 
First and ten. So the penalty against Georgia State will have Old Dominion knocking on the door down here. And Wilson now out of the shotgun. Near hash. On first down there at the Georgia State 19-yard line. Please reset the game clock to 3.02. The ball was not ready for play. We will reset the down. So they're going to add one second back on the clock, 3.01 to 3.02. Near hash. Snap here on first down. Here's a pass towards the end zone. That is going to miss the intended receiver. Flags thrown again. Everywhere. Flags on in the backfield as well as down where the coverage was taking place for that ball. Romello Murphy was the intended receiver. And if this is against Georgia State. Well, I think Tennis Livingston threw one out of his own pocket. So it's whether or not there's offsetting penalties. He's still trying to get that figured out. Yep, they haven't even picked up all the flags off the field yet. Old Dominion head coach Ricky Ronnie trying to come over here and get the line judge to give him some info. Personal foul, roughly passing on the defense. That penalty is declined. Pass interference. Defense, number 15. 15 yards from the previous spot. Out of the first down. Old Dominion now knocking on the door after the penalty. The penalty yardage will put Old Dominion at the Georgia State four-yard line. Monarchs at the four. Tariq Sims in at running back. Single setback just to the right of Grant Wilson. They've got an offensive lineman on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. Off to Sims. Sims makes the catch and then gets wrestled backwards. No gain on the play. And how about Jordan Venziel on that tackle? Great job by Jordan. No wow. way Jordan was letting him into the end yeah. zone. Brings up second and goal. Ball at the three. So he did pick up a yard. Snap on the way to Wilson. Wilson going to hand a football off, and they're going to run it, and it's going to be down inside the three. It's hard to see as they unstack the big pile. They're going to bring up third and goal now for Old Dominion. The ball is going to be placed at the two-yard line. Now, we may have to burn a timeout inside two minutes, maybe not, but uh, McCollum is hurt. Shamar? Yes. That's him down there on the, uh, what is that, the two? Please reset the game clock to 2.18. Thank you. So they're going to add three seconds back to the game clock, 2.15 to 2.18. And right now, Bob Murphy, Tate Carlisle, strength coach Mike Siriano, out tending to Shamar McCollum. Two minutes, 18 seconds remaining. And Georgia State leading it here, 24 to 14. Shamar is about to get up. 
and he can walk back over to the sideline on his own accord. So that's good. That's a good sign. Well, he had come from the left defensive end position, and they ran the ball pretty much right up the middle. So I'm thinking he just got caught in all that traffic, and whether it was his knee or leg got twisted up, but he's holding his left elbow now. So whether somebody friendly fire hit him or there was a reaction between him and the running back, but it's good to see him up off. When he can't go back in the ball game, but he's uh, the defense is meeting there at about the numbers. So time for another stop here defensively with 2.18 to go. Yep, Georgia State defensive unit making their way back onto the field. Third and goal ball at the two-yard line. Tariq Sims stays in at running back. They got Page, the wideout to the left. And Ramelo Murphy, the wideout here to the near side. Sims, the running back, single setback just to the right of Wilson. Snap coming up on third and goal. Page now in motion. And here's the snap to Wilson. Wilson now going to throw. He's going to throw it back. And it's going to be a touchdown for Old Dominion. He throws it back into the direction. Was that Chris Adams? There's a flag on the field. Is he an eligible receiver for one? It's number 85. It's not even on their depth chart. Was it 85 or 65? I'm a long way away, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't be any further away. Personal foul. Face mask. Offense number 71. Offense. There we go. How about that? Out of the foul. Replay. Third down. So they're going to replay third down. I'm trying to see exactly who he threw it to. It was hard to see because the Georgia State player on defense on that one-on-one play yeah, for the 60, Panthers. 65, Davis, 65. I thought it was 85. So it's Chris Adams, the offensive lineman. Yeah, the right tackle. Who was lined up as and, the ineligible receiver because there was nobody covering him. Right, and Chris wow. Davis Jr. was basically trying to drag him down from behind hiding his number so now they're on the 17 and it's now third and 17 204 to go here's the snap to grant wilson wilson going to step up and he's going to get dragged down from behind great job georgia state shamar mccullum right in there along with 25 josiah robinson now moves it back to the 19 and fourth down. Substitution's coming in. Oh, they're going to kick a field they're gonna, goal. They're going to attempt a field goal. Snap is down. The kick is up. It's on the way, and it is good. Sanchez kicks a field goal, and they lined up really, really fast for the field goal, and it's now a 24-17 ball game with 137 to go. So they've made it a one-score game on the field goal there by Sanchez. Well, I think there was an advantage because of the position to be able to try to do that. But I think as much as anything, they were going to try to get one of our guys off, uh, uh, have 12 guys on the field or have too many men on the field because there was no logical reason for them to hurry that other than they just want to get the clock to stop, which it has at 137. Now it's a seven-point ball game. You're, you're for sure going to try an onside kick here. You would think. 
92 is coming out the kick. That's Sanchez. I don't remember if he used to line up on one of the hashes or the other, but this is right in the middle of the field, which is advantageous for them because they're going to have all 10 of their guys being able to try to cover this kick. Georgia State player number one is now number 78. So for Georgia State. Correction, number 74. Number one so now I'm, wearing number 74. Is that Amon Green in the middle as close as you can possibly be, 10, 11 yards away from the ball? Sanchez to attempt the, well, before he could, whistle. whistle. Did we call time? Timeout. Yep. Georgia State, a third and final timeout, 30 seconds. So the Panthers, Harper, will use a 30-second timeout here. 137 remaining, and the Panthers up by a touchdown again, 24-17. Well, the good thing for Sean Elliott right there is he got to see what they were going to line up in, and right about the time that he was going to make his move towards the ball, when Sanchez was approaching is when you call the timeout. You saw that he tried to kick one to himself, really. He was going to have it just barely go 10 yards and try to field it. So instead of him kicking to one side or the other, so that again, for me, that's Amon Green in the middle of the field. And you got a big lineman, 74 is in, and then 43. So you got other bigger guys that are around him. Jordan Benziel is up there too, and I think Jordan's job is basically to keep one of the Monarchs from getting close to that ball. He's just going to try to protect the guy that has it. All right, so Sanchez is handed the ball by the official. One thirty-seven remaining. Onside kick coming up here from the Monarchs. Georgia State all lined up on the 45, and it's going to be, well, that's not quite an onside kick. And it's a loose football, and Old Dominion may have it, Harper. We had it. Three guys were around it, and it kept popping out. Georgia State players saying that Georgia State's got it, but they're going to unstack the pile and see. Old Dominion says they've got it. Well, he kicked it hard, and it bounced two or three times. Josiah Robinson out of the pack saying that Georgia State's got the football. Yeah. Now the officials confirm that Georgia State recovered. And look who got it. Look who comes out of the pile with it, Jordan Venziel. How about that? Well, Jakari had it bounce off his shoulder pads. And heads up there by Jordan Venziel. All right, Old Dominion has two timeouts remaining. We need a first down, Dave. That's pretty much it. You get a first down, we're going to win the ball game. Outside, on the return team, number 48. Oh, goodness gracious. That penalty is five yards from the previous spot. We will re-kick. That's a pretty wise acceptance of a penalty there by Ricky Rainey. You give him another chance. The Abraham then would have been all sides for us. So the Panthers will have it first and ten at the thirty at the forty. They just changed it with the penalty. No, they're gonna re-kick. Oh, they're gonna re-kick. Yes. 
We were offsides. They're going to take the penalty. It moves it up five yards, and they'll get one more chance or one opportunity to do this. So instead of kicking at the 35-yard line, they're going to do it all over again from the 40. Wonderful. <laughs> it was just enough to survive the first yeah. onside kick. Now we got to do it again? Do it again. So this will be the third time, just like the USA and the Russians in that basketball game in 1972. By the way, it was a 37-yard field goal. All right, don't be offside. Sanchez makes a mention to one of his guys real closest to him as if that's where he's going to kick the ball. All right, from the 40 now they'll kick it. It'll be a line drive. And Jakari Carter's going to chase it and go down at the 9-yard line. With 133 remaining in the ballgame. Well, same comment that I had just a few minutes ago, Dave, after the first onside kick after the penalty. Yep. Get a first down, we win the ball game. Casey's in. Casey Adams. You still have Alec Johnson now playing center. We had some snap issues. So here we go, first and 10, ball at the 10-yard line. Robert Lewis in motion, make that Jakari Carter. Now Granger's going to go ahead and tuck it and run. He's going to run out of room, and he's going to get dragged down inside the five. Yeah, Darren can't run. No. Are they going to call time? Yes. Timeout, Old Dominion. This is their second timeout in the second half, 30 seconds. 30-second timeout, 127. Make that 125 now remaining in the football game. Sunbelt Conference College Football Scoreboard. Ragin' Cajuns are going to become bowl eligible. They lead Louisiana Monroe 45-14 as they start the fourth quarter there in Lafayette. And Appalachian State now leads Georgia Southern 34-17 early in the third. We're 24-17 here in Norfolk, Virginia. Georgia State facing second and 16. Granger lost six yards on that first play. Ball, ball placed at the four. Snap coming up to Darren who's standing in the end zone. And it's a high snap. Granger's going to get... Brought down in the end zone. Is that a safety? That's a safety. That was a high snap. Darren spent. And so now it's 24 to 19 with a minute 18 to go. So if you're just joining us, this topsy-turvy game has uh, gotten even wilder where from the 20-yard line, we're going to have to punt the ball back to Old Dominion. They're going to get it with 1.18 left on the clock if they fair catch it with one timeout left. And now they still need a touchdown to win. Yep. It's now 24 to 19 with a minute and 18 seconds remaining. Darren was a high snap, 
And Darren could not. By the time he was able to field the snap, he couldn't. He had blue jerseys right on him. He couldn't get out of the end zone. Yeah, they were blitzing. We kind of spread it out. We're trying to with our receivers to give a hole up in the middle just to make it a little more bearable for five offensive linemen and a tight end to go up against seven, maybe eight possible in the box. Now we're going to kick it off. So instead of a punt, we do have the opportunity to get the ball a little bit deeper. Well, the Monarchs will get the ball with 118 remaining. Isaiah Page standing just inside the 20-yard line. If I'm the kicker, my most important thing, get a little bit of height on the ball if you can. Give your Isaac Kone will kick it away for Georgia State. He's got good leg. And here comes the kick. It's going to be end over end. And Page is going to field it at the 25. Up across the 30. 35, 40, 45. And he's dragged down just shy of the 50-yard line. And only took five seconds off the clock. Yep. You know, two or three Panthers kind of lippied off. Good enough field position where you're gonna you're gonna have to hurry, but you're not gonna have to rush things. You've got some time. Got to get more pressure on Grant Wilson, which the Panthers have done today. Seven sacks, which ties a Georgia State defensive school record. Snap to Wilson, coming up with 113. Sims, the running back. They got two wideouts to the near side. And two wideouts to the far side. Keep an eye on Page over here and Granger. Here's the throw. It's across the middle, and it's caught by Murphy. Murphy broke a tackle, 20-10. He's dragged down inside the 10-yard line. Wow, Harper. No one in the middle of the field to help protect. He breaks a tackle. Grant Wilson quickly back up on the ball. A minute four to go. Wilson... Going to throw over here to the near side. Caught by Granger. Granger, Amarian Granger gets dragged out of bounds. They keep the clock moving. He didn't yep. get out of bounds. Well, his feet were still in bounds. Clock running at 53, 52. Ball at the six. 51. Balls at the six-yard line. First and goal here for a second and goal here for Old Dominion. Panthers have got to come up with a big stop here against the Monarchs. They have a timeout. 15 seconds on the play clock. Snap on the way here to Grant Wilson. Sims in the backfield. They're going to hand it off to Reek Sims. Running to the near side. And he will get pushed out of bounds inside the five at the four-yard line. Is it the four or the three? Well, for one, he stops the clock. Gives him a little extra time. The play clock's at 27 right now. 27 seconds also on the game clock, but that has stopped. So Mark it at the four, right, Dave? Yeah, it's at the four-yard line. Third down and goal from the four. Watch your quarterback draw. Yep, Wilson, right on the right hash, takes the snap. Wilson, the snap is, now he's looking. He's running, and he's going to tuck it, and he's not going to get in. They're going to bring him and Stay drag him, him down at about the three. Stay on him. They're going to have to call a timeout. Clock continuing to run. Clock continuing to run. It's down to seven, six, five, four. Uh, call time. And they stop it with two seconds. Timeout. Oh, Dominion, this is the third and final timeout. 
Are you surprised they let as much time run off the Absolutely, clock? Absolutely, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you don't want you don't want to give Georgia State any time. So you've got everybody on that entire team over there in the huddle on the old Dominion side. Except for their kicker Sanchez. He's late to join. He's he has nothing to do with the outcome of this ball game right now. Well, the big play was the play to Raymelo Murphy. Yeah, that was enormous. Wow. 43 yards for Raymelo Murphy. The safety made it a 24-19 ball game. Fourth and goal from the two with two seconds to go. This is your ball game right here, obviously. Bunch formation on the left side, Dave. Grant Wilson. The official comes over to talk to him for a moment. Wilson looking back over to the bench. They better throw the flag if there's a pick, because that's what I'm looking for. I'm thinking five's going to get it there with the other two blocking for him. Yep. Triangle formation to the left of Grant Wilson. 15 on the play cl- on the uh, play clock. Wilson coming up here. Two seconds remaining. Here's the snap to Wilson. Wilson's going to tuck it, and he's going to get into the end zone for a touchdown. Unbelievable. And Old Dominion wins the game with no time left on the clock. This is the second week they've done that. They beat Georgia Southern on a field goal running off the field at the end of regulation in Statesboro last week, and Old Dominion becomes bowl eligible as Wilson on a keeper scores a touchdown with two seconds remaining in the ballgame. Harper, I'm not sure what to say. Neither am I. You put a lot of pressure on the defense to have them on the field for as long as they were. You asked a heck of a lot out of them. It will go officially as a two-yard touchdown run by the quarterback Grant Wilson on a keeper. But the killer was the Raymelo Murphy pass across the middle for 43 yards. That, That had Old Dominion knocking on the door. Well, he was able to score after at least giving the impression that he was going to drop back and and try to go to one of his outside receivers, but it looked like one of his linemen was pulling for him, so it was was a design play. Five plays on the drive, 49 yards, 113, and Old Dominion comes back to stun Georgia State, 25-24 here in Norfolk. Sean Elliott, you're still bowl eligible, so you take that with you, but what an amazing ball game to go down the last couple of seconds. A lot of pressure on the defense in the second half. I mean, tremendous pressure on our defense. They did about all they could do. We were struggling offensively. We had a lot of guys go out, center, backs, wide receivers. I mean, a lot of guys just it just it took a toll on us. We couldn't move the football, couldn't generate anything. Had a high snap in there, you know, and to give them up the safety and to give up the touchdown. It's a tough defeat, man. It's really tough. Uh, you know, it's hard. There's some other teams that were able to win. Lafayette wins. They become eligible. Same with Old Dominion. So you got a lot of schools 
in the conference. Has there been any talk about where you possibly might end up on bowl day? I have no clue. All right. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Sean Elliott, uh, disgruntled to say the least, and so is everybody else. We, uh, we'll take it back up to you, Dave. All right. Thank you, Harper. Appreciate Coach stopping to uh, chat for a moment there. It's a tough one. This might be the toughest one for Georgia State that goes in the loss column as Harper's going to make his way back upstairs here to the press box. The Panthers are going to finish the regular season. They came within two seconds of stealing a win on the road in a game they led the entire game except for the final two seconds on the keeper there by Grant Wilson. 25-24, your final score, Georgia State. Finishing up the regular season at 6-6. Six and six. The Panthers, though, lose their final five games of the season, and they finish at 3-5 and five in conference play. Old Dominion is 6-6, six and six, and they are 4-4 four and four in Sunbelt Conference play. A shocker for Georgia State and for Old Dominion on their side, but a shocker for Georgia State to lose this football game here this afternoon and this evening here in Norfolk. And they've got it flashed up on the big screen, bowl eligible. And it says bowl games announced December 3rd on ESPN. You can follow along at georgiastatesports.com for the latest on Georgia State football. I don't know. I'm kind of am in. I've, we've seen a lot with this Georgia State football team. I'm kind of shocked at what uh, has transpired here in this football game. But the Panthers will finish with a five-game losing skid, and they will finish at six and six and three and five. Old Dominion again playing with their backs against the wall. A five-win team knew they had to win this one, and a big play down the stretch. That Raymelo Murphy 43-yard pass from Wilson was the killer right there that put them in great field position with just too much time left on the clock and they only had two seconds they let a lot of time run off as you heard me say to Harper I was a little surprised there but they let it run down to two seconds game on the line and their big quarterback Grant Wilson runs it in for a two-yard touchdown and Old Dominion pulls it out 25-24 stay with us Panther Post Game Show next from Norfolk coming up after this two-minute timeout on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> Lusab Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. 
What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. This is the Panthers post-game show, a recap of today's game and a look ahead. Here's the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. All right, Jeff, thank you very much. A shocker here in Norfolk, Virginia. Georgia State led this entire football game right up until the final two seconds of regulation. And Grant Wilson and Old Dominion, who let the clock run down to two seconds, which I was a little surprised about because that really put him in a position where they only had one play that was either going to win it or it was going to lose it. They gambled and they won it on a two-yard keeper by the quarterback, Grant Wilson. Panthers again finish up at 6-6 six and 3-5 six and and in Sunbelt Conference play. They lose their final five ball games. I felt so good about getting that seventh win of the season here this evening. Old Dominion, 6-6, six 4-4. And six, four and four and they become bowl eligible along with just about everybody else in the Sunbelt Conference. Harper, quick look at the stats. Well, the most important one is the final score, 25-24 was your final. They didn't need to kick an extra point after that touchdown. We dominated in so many different areas. First downs, they only had 13. We had 17. They got 105 yards on the ground. They averaged about 130 they averaged right about 200 yards in the air. They got 208 here today. They had 69 plays for a total of 313 yards. They had five penalties for 54 yards. Their time of possession was 22 minutes and 25 seconds, so we had the ball for at least 12 minutes longer than they did. They were 2 of 16 on third down conversions, 2 of 6 on fourth down, but uh, 2 of 2 in the red zone. Amani, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Obi Sani, uh, had 10 rushes for 85 yards. Tariq Sims had 9 for 36 yards. Um, Grant Wilson was 13. I'm sorry, he was 15 of 33 for an interception and one touchdown, 208 yards for him. He was sacked eight times. I just you can sack a guy eight times. And, and that's a you, record. How do you lose a ball game with that? And Romello Murphy, four catches for 96 yards. The biggest one, though, that 30-yarder that he had there. I'm sorry, it was 43 yards there at the end of the game. Isaiah Page had four for 40 yards. Uh, Monty Granger had two for 34 yards. I'm just looking at other things that stick out. Isaiah Page had five punt returns for 54 yards. One of those was a 30-yarder. Um, Isaiah Page also had a 26-yard return on that last kickoff to get them up to about the 40-yard line. So that was a big play for them as well. 
Darren Granger was 26 of 36. He had two touchdowns, two interceptions. He was not sacked. Marcus Carroll came out of the game at the end of the second quarter. He was out on the field for the third but went back into the locker room. 15 carries for him, 57 yards total. Darren Granger had 24 yards on 14 carries. Casey Adams had 11 carries for 16 yards. Um, Darren was 26 out of 36, as I said, 203 yards for him in the air. Robert Lewis had nine receptions for 91 yards. Amon Green had four receptions for 28. Two of those were touchdowns. Kadarius Thompson had four for 31. Talik Williams had four for 20. Um, I, I just, I'm stunned, Dave. I don't know what else to say. Uh, Cody Jones had a big game. He had uh, 11 tackles. Uh, Justin Abraham had 10. John Trey Hunter had 10. Um, but other than that, the most important thing is they were on the field way too long in the fourth quarter, and unfortunately, we weren't able to uh, get a win out of uh, our visit here to Norfolk. Nope, led the entire football game right up until there were only two seconds remaining. Stations on our radio network. My watch says we're at the top of the hour. As our post-game show continues from a chilly Norfolk, Virginia, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. All right, we'll come back on the other side of this two-minute timeout. We'll uh, hear some audio highlights and uh, check the final scoreboard in the Sunbelt Conference and then wrap it up for a Saturday night from Virginia. Coming up after this two-minute timeout here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the Alumni Office at 404-413-2190. All right, our Panther postgame show continuing here from a little bit quieter, S.B. Ballard Stadium 
here in Norfolk, Virginia. A shocker to say the least. The Panthers led the entire game right up until two seconds to play. And then Grant Wilson scores on a keeper from two yards out. And Old Dominion shocks Georgia State 25-24, handing the Panthers their fifth consecutive loss to close out the season. Let's take a listen to our post-game audio highlights. Recapping this one, Old Dominion won the coin toss and deferred Georgia State. As I said to Harper right out of the gate, just like I did last Saturday night in Baton Rouge, get the ball first and let's get on the scoreboard. And the Panthers did that. Darren Granger led Georgia State on a 12-play drive all the way down to the 16-yard line, and Granger took the snap at the 16 on this play. The shot, third down and 12. Here's the snap to Darren. Granger looking. He's got to run, got a lot of room. 15, 10, 5. Granger, big push into the end zone. Touchdown, Georgia State. What a run by Darren Granger. It was quite a run. It was the 12th play of the drive. Georgia State went 75 yards in 5 minutes and 44 seconds. The extra point by Liam Rickman was good. And right out of the gate, Georgia State had a 7-0 lead on Old Dominion. Old Dominion picked up the first of their two interceptions. Ashton Whitmer picked up one at the Old Dominion 46, but nothing came of it. Georgia State took their 7-0 lead over Old Dominion into the second quarter. They would go up 14-0 on a 10-play drive that got down to the 29-yard line. Granger would take the snap on this play and look for his tight end, Amon Green. On third and one, they move the sticks. Here's the snap with an empty backfield. Granger going to throw across the middle. Caught! Amon Green at the five. Touchdown, Georgia State! 29-yard touchdown pass. Darren Granger, his 16th of the season. Georgia State now leads it 13 to nothing, and Amon Green was wide open. His third touchdown catch of the year. That's a Georgia State touchdown. Sure was. Drive went 63 yards in 4 minutes and 12 seconds. Rickman's extra point was good. 14-0 Georgia State. A deflected punt at the 39-yard line gave Georgia State the ball in Old Dominion territory a short while later. Darren Granger in five plays, 227, gets down to the 11-yard line, takes the snap, and once again looks for number 85, his number one target tight end. Third and three, ball at the 11-yard line. Left hash, here's the snap to Darren Granger. Going to hand it off, going to fake the handoff to Marcus. Carroll dumps a short pass across the middle, caught by Amon Green. That's a Georgia State touchdown. The Panthers now lead it here at Norfolk, 20 to nothing. At the extra point, it was 21-0. Georgia State led in the second quarterback. Quarterback Nolan Johnson had to the second interception that Granger threw, returned it to the Georgia State 45, but again, nothing happened. And Georgia State Harper took a 21-0 lead into the locker room at halftime. And we had a chance to have a 24, 27, maybe even more, but uh, we weren't able to get the ball in the end zone or do anything offensively other than punt. Limited to one field goal in the second half. All right, so it's 21-0 Grant Wilson in the third quarter this is the only scoring play in the third quarter a four play drive 36 yards 31 yards to ray mellow murphy and with the extra point georgia state's lead was now 21 to 7. that's the way the end of the third quarter would look ob sani who's not even in their two deep depth chart goes 73 yards on the second play of their first drive in the third quarter 
and that sets up a 21-14 score. They scored in only 14 seconds, so it goes from 21-0 at halftime, 21-7 in the third, uh, and now 21-14 in the third. Gavin Pringle did pick up an interception, uh, his fourth interception of the season, gave Georgia State uh, the football at the 39-yard line. Darren Granger would connect 32 yards with Robert Lewis down to the Old Dominion 2, but could not get the football in the end zone. The Panthers had to settle for Liam Rickman's 22-yard field goal on this kick. Cade Loggins is the holder. Seth Glosher the long snapper. Here's the snap. Ball is down. The kick is up. It's on the way, and it's good. Breathe a sigh of relief here at Norfolk. Panthers now back in front by 10. 24-14 had to come away with points. Well, as Harper said, it would have been a whole lot better to come away with six, potentially seven, than three. That is the last and only scoring play for Georgia State in the second half as the Panthers get outscored 25-3 in the second half of this football game. That was a drive that went 227. And it put Georgia State up 24-14. to 14. The Panthers also had a field goal blocked by Rashid Reason that would have obviously in hindsight been big. Ethan Sanchez kicked a 37-yard field goal, capping an Old Dominion 12-play drive. And that made it a touchdown ball game again, 27. I make that 24-17. to 17. Throw in a safety. Old Dominion getting to Darren Granger. The Panthers were going in the wrong direction. All of a sudden, it's 24-19. And then the killer play down the stretch, Wilson to Raymelo Murphy on a 43-yard connection on a slant right down the middle in between the hashes. And he's inside uh, in the red zone. And then uh, Grant Wilson ends up capping that with a two-yard touchdown run. They let the clock go down to two seconds. Wilson took the snap, cut in behind his left guard and left tackle and they opened up just enough room there and on the fifth play of the drive after the safety georgia state kicked off to old dominion on the fifth play of that drive they end up going 49 yards in a minute 13 and they win it in a shocker 25 24 it's almost like an out-of-body football experience i couldn't (laughs) believe he was scoring yeah that block kick, uh, uh, that was critical. Uh, so many different things. We can talk about that forever. But uh, All right, 25-24, the final score. 6-6, six and six, both teams 6-6, six and six, Georgia State 3-5, and 4-4. Four and four. Harper, quick, final look at our scoreboard. Wrap up with seven minutes left to go. Louisiana is ahead of Louisiana Monroe. That game in Lafayette, it's 45-21. Appalachian State at home in Boone is beating Georgia Southern. 41-17. By the way, Louisiana, if they win, they will have six wins, and they will be bowl eligible. Appalachian State is 7-4. and four. They look like they'll be 8-4. and four. Georgia Southern, if they lose, they'll be 6-6 six and six along with us. Coastal Carolina has seven wins, but they're trailing against 10-1. and one. Madison, James Madison, um, uh, the Dukes are ahead 35-7 in that game in Conway. Marshall, who's 5-6, and six, they are ahead 35-7 against Arkansas State. That game is in West Virginia. Marshall is a home game. They are 5-6. and six. They look like they can win. There's uh, seven minutes left to go in the third quarter. They would be 6-6. Six and six. Texas State later tonight will be at home in San Marcos. They're 6-5. and five. They were already bowl eligible. They'll be playing against the Jaguars of South Alabama. So one of those teams will have seven wins and uh, uh, probably move ahead of us, certainly in the ranking for a higher bowl. 
Southern Miss was a loser at home in Hattiesburg, Detroit. Troy ends up being 10-2. and two. And in this game here, Old Dominion beats Georgia Southern 25-24, 6-6 is Old Dominion. They were 5-3 in the Sun Belt. We end up being 3-5, and and uh, we'll be looking up at some of the other teams in terms of our bowl eligibility and where we'll go. All right, and they say that'll be announced December 3rd on ESPN. You'll hear it live on the radio network, and you can get the latest at georgiastatesports.com. Harper, that'll uh, wrap up our broadcast tonight here from Norfolk, Virginia, 25-24. The final score, again, the Panthers will close out the regular season at 6-6. Six and six. Up next on the schedule, Georgia State will wait to hear about a potential postseason bowl bid. Today's broadcast has been authorized under rights granted by Georgia State University to Van Wagner. The accounts and descriptions of this broadcast may not be transmitted in any form without the express written consent of Van Wagner and Georgia State University Athletics. I want to thank our broadcast crew today. In the final game of the regular season, Jeff Walker at the studios of our flagship 88.5 FM WRAS. Mike Wofford at the studios of WGTJ 97.5 and 1330 AM in Gainesville, Georgia. Freddie Powell at Low Country Radio out of Savannah, Georgia. Joe Powers at WRBJ Radio in Dublin, Georgia. On-site engineer Rick Shaw, technical assistants Robert LaFour, so for Harper LaBelle, a shocker here in Norfolk, Georgia State falling 25-24 to Old Dominion in the final game of the regular season. Until the bowl game, Dave Cohen saying good night from Norfolk, Virginia. You've been listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Thank you for joining us for Georgia State University Panthers football. Made possible in part by Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com. Northside Hospital, Ford, and Coca-Cola. Join us again for more Sunbelt Conference action right here on the Panthers Radio Network.